Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Welcome to Spark Rentals um, Live, <laughs> Facebook Live and podcast. Um, hey, Brian, how are you doing in your blue I'm room? I'm great. <laughs> yeah, in, in my blue room here. <laughs> um, so I'm glad everybody is joining us. Please let us know where you're joining us from. And um, at any point, if you have questions, pop them in the chat. We'll get to them. They don't even have to pertain to the subject. And if you have any ideas for subjects, throw them in there too. We could use some ideas. Always um, looking for new ideas. Oh, big time. So last time, last week, we um, talked about um, all about HELOCs for down payments. There was a lot of people that um, enjoyed that and got a lot of um, feedback on that one. That was a good subject. And this week, we're going to be talking about crowdfunding um, and real estate investments. So um, I find this to be interesting. I like when I learn with all of you from Brian. And I also want to let you guys know that we are doing a free webinar next week, and it's about mobile home parks, um, which is interesting because it, it's higher returns, less uh, risk and repairs. And there's a lot of people that make quite a lot of money in mobile home parks. So it's a good, good another good thing sector to kind of learn about and maybe invest in. Yeah, and we're we're bringing on uh, Frank Rolf from Mobile Home University next week to to teach you guys that webinar. Uh, Frank Rolf is the fifth largest mobile home park owner in the U.S., so he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Very cool. He's, he's been around this block once or twice. So, without further ado, let's jump right in here. And um, Brian, give us a bit of a background on what real estate crowdfunding is. Sure. So yeah, today we wanted to walk through three real estate crowdfunding platforms that you can invest in with as little as $10 or, or in one case, $100 um, because it makes it so much easier to invest, right? I mean, everyone has 10 bucks uh, lying around. Um, but a lot of people who are new to real estate crowdfunding don't even understand how it is, how it works, uh, or what it is and how it works. Um, so there's really three different models that real estate crowdfunding platforms typically take. So one of them is the REIT model, uh, similar to public real estate investment trusts, where you have a pooled fund, basically, where the fund owns either a bunch of properties uh, or it owns a bunch of debts that are secured against real estate. Um, and that model, yeah, it's, it's very similar to publicly traded REITs. Um, with a few important differences. Uh, the most obvious one being that they don't trade on public stock exchanges. Uh, you buy them directly from the company. Um, so that's one model. It's the, the REIT model. Uh, another model is fractional ownership in individual properties where you are actually buying in as a partial owner of the property, almost like a, like a partner on, on the deal to, to buy a property. And then the third model is crowdfunded real estate loans 
where you are putting money towards a loan that is secured against a specific property. And we can, we'll talk more, a little bit more about all, all of those three models, but those are the three different models basically for real estate crowdfunding. So you said we can get involved in this with $100 or less. Can you talk about some of those platforms? Yeah, so uh, there are three platforms where you can invest with $100 or less. Um, and I actually have money in all three of them. So I, I can speak from firsthand experience here about all three of these uh, platforms. Yeah, I have, so, I use, I have tried one. I'm going to try the others. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the first of these is ground floor. Um, and they follow the crowdfunded loan model where you log in and you can see all of the different loans that they have uh, that they're still raising money for. These are loans against uh, real property. And they lend money to real estate investors who are buying fixer-uppers, basically. So you can pick and choose any one of these loans and put as little as $10 towards any one loan. And you you, you become the lender, basically, uh, for, for these properties. And when the borrower pays back the loan, you get your money back with interest. Now, because these are hard money loans, basically, you know, these, these are like purchase rehab loans. They're short-term loans. They're typically six months to a year. Uh, so that's one of the things I love about Ground Floor is that it's the only short-term real estate investment that I can come up with other than buying a publicly traded REIT. Um, you know, most, I mean, real estate is inherently illiquid, right? It, you know, it doesn't have much liquidity. It's very hard to buy and sell. It takes a long time. Right. It costs a bunch of money. Um, but Ground Floor lets you indirectly invest in real estate in the short term, you know, as little as like six months. So wow. yeah, Ground Floor is great. I, I love it. I've had uh, very good experiences with Ground Floor. So that's the first one. Minimum investment, $10. Uh, second platform is Fundrise. Also has a minimum investment of $10. Now, Fundrise follows the, the REIT model. So you're buying into a fund or actually a series of funds um, that are like, it's pooled funds and the, the fund owns a bunch of different, or each fund owns a bunch of different properties. And you're basically just getting a, a combined return on those properties. Um, so it's an easy way to diversify, right? It gives you uh, exposure to a bunch of different uh, properties. Uh, Fundrise, they do a mix of mostly residential properties um, at the commercial scale, like, like investment build, investment or um, apartment buildings. Um, okay. But yeah, it's, it's, it's apartment buildings all over the US basically, and a few smaller multifamilies and single family rentals as well. Um, and they also do own some real estate secured debt. Uh, but for the most part, they are buying properties themselves and you buy into a fund that, that owns all those properties. Hmm. And what, sorry. So what about uh, real estate crowdfunding platforms for non-accredited investors? But well, before we get there, a... there, there is, there is another um, real estate crowdfunding platform that does let you invest with a little bit of money. And that's Arrived. Oh, um, sorry. And Arrived lets you invest with as little as $100. So they follow the model where you buy fractional ownership in a rental property. So for a hundred bucks, you can put a hundred dollars towards a rental property and become an owner of that rental property. Uh, 
which is the the cheapest you'll ever be able to do that, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, as as we talk about all the time, you know, you still when you buy a, a rental property by yourself, even if you take out a loan to buy it, you're still looking at putting down twenty percent, typically sometimes thirty percent as a down payment, plus closing costs, right. plus any uh, repair or renovation costs, uh, carrying costs until you find a, a renter. So it's expensive to to buy individual rental properties, uh, which is what makes the arrived model so attractive. You can spread, if you have a thousand bucks to invest, you can spread that thousand dollars across 10 different rental properties and get that easy diversification. So, you know, if something goes wrong with one of those properties, you still have nine other properties that are performing well. Um, so arrived is a pretty cool platform. Uh, now with these platforms, can you, I'm assuming you log into your, your account and can you see graphs and all of those fun stuff that you see on some of the other stock you know, uh, trading platforms. So you can see you can. how your investments are doing. You can. So I was telling Denny before this, um, before our broadcast that, uh, I was, I just wrote, written a review of arrived and, uh, took a little <laughs> video, a screen share video of my account and, and me going through and buying shares in a property and, you know, all the, the different data that they show you. Unfortunately, my microphone was muted <laughs> for some reason. So I'm going to have to re-record that and re-buy shares for that demo video. Uh, but yeah, so they'll show you um, the last 10 years in appreciation for that uh, zip code in, in a Zillow chart. They'll also average out the last 20 years of appreciation um, oh, wow. okay. for that zip code to show you the historical appreciation and the average annual appreciation in that zip code. Um, they also show you the historical data for cash flow, um, along with you know all the details about the property, the purchase price, the market rent, you know, the closing costs, you know all all of the the numbers. So yeah, no, it, it's a great platform. And you wow. know, by the way, it's it's important that we differentiate here between accredited and non-accredited investors because with real estate crowdfunding platforms, uh, most of them require you to be an accredited investor, which uh, basically means you have to be a wealthy investor, uh, bare minimum net worth of a million dollars. Uh, or you can you can meet the requirement with income. Uh, if you're unmarried, that's $200,000 a year in income. If you're married, um, that's $300,000 a year in combined income. So most real estate investing uh, or crowdfunding platforms do require you to be an accredited investor. However, there are seven that I know of that allow non-accredited investors to participate and invest. So these three that we just covered, Ground Floor, Fundrise, and Arrived, they all allow non-accredited investors. And you know we can real quick go through the other four real estate investing platforms that also allow non-accredited investors. Now, their minimum investment is higher than $100. So those first three we talked about, um, that's $100 or less minimum investment. These other four, um, the, the minimum investment is higher. So Diversifund has a $500 minimum investment. That is a long-term growth uh, REIT that they offer. There's no um, there's no dividends or cash flow with that. It's all just aggressive growth. They're reinvesting every penny of profit back into buying more properties and building their portfolio. Um, the next one is Motive, and they have a $1,000 minimum investment. They have a couple different uh, REITs you can invest in. 
Streetwise has a $5,000 minimum investment. Um, I, I do have some money invested with Streetwise. They specialize in commercial properties and specifically office buildings and, uh, and mixed use buildings. Um, so yeah, unfortunately they raised, it was $1,000 previously. And then last year they, they bumped up to $5,000 minimum. Um, but they, they have a, a pretty consistent, um, eight to 9% annual dividend. They have a high dividend, which is great. Uh, oh, wow. How none of these are liquid. Are these? <laughs> they, they all expect you to, to hold okay. your shares hold for on. at least five years. Uh, and that is a downside of these. Um, and then the, the seventh and final real estate investing crowdfund is Realty Mogul. They also have a $5,000 minimum investment and they have a couple of REITs as well. Okay. What would you say overall is the risk of like some of the, of like the 5,000 streetwise? I mean, is it well, just what? I mean, you know, there, there's risk in any investment, of course. Um, the risk with streetwise is, you know, since they specialize in commercial buildings and specifically office buildings, you know, if, if no one ever goes back to, to off in-person work uh, in <laughs> office space, then that's, that's a risk, right? Um, but, you know, more broadly with these, uh, real estate crowdfunding investments, you know, the the real risk is if there were a housing market collapse the way that there was in mm. say 2008, um, then you would you would see some serious risk with any of these uh, platforms. Now that being said, because real estate has intrinsic value, you're not going to lose all of your money, right? I mean, unless unless the CEO takes everyone's money and runs <laughs> off to Mexico or something. <laughs> like, but, um, but you know, which they can't do anyway, because the, right. the money is, is tied up with liens. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, unlike say a stock or a corporate bond, um, you know, those are paper assets that, you know, theoretically the company could disappear. Um, but because this money is secured against real estate, that real estate's the value isn't going to go to zero, right? Mm -hmm. it, it might, it could drop by twenty percent if if there were a terrible housing market crash, right? Um, but that would still mean losing twenty percent of your money rather than losing a hundred percent of your money. Yeah, um, serious. So, I mean, I, I I actually do think that the risk is very manageable for these, and in some cases. I, I think the risk is a lot lower than in than in the stock market. So right. um, we we actually we published an article on our blog not that long ago about can you replace uh, the role of bonds in your investment portfolio with real estate? Like, can real estate serve that same role that bonds fill? And I believe that they can, uh, particularly for non-retirees, um, you know, for for younger adults, people with a little bit more risk tolerance. Um, I don't think you have to put up with the super low returns that we've all been receiving on bonds for the last 20 some years. Um, I, I think real estate can fit that, serve that same role. You do have to, you know, it helps to know what you're doing uh, so that you can assess the risk yourself. But right. I feel pretty good about any of these platforms as being not correlated with the stock market, right? So you do get true diversification value um, and all being secured against real property. So they're not going to just evaporate overnight. Um, you know, they have intrinsic value that that can't just disappear. Very cool. I did put um, a link to that article in the chat if anybody wants to check it out. Ah, well, thank you.
<laughs> uh, now, can we, we, we should add a, a link here in the chat to where people can register for the mobile home park investing webinar. That is going to be next Thursday, the 27th at 2 p.m. Eastern is when we'll be hosting that, that free webinar with Frank Rolf. Um, so we'll put a link to that in the, uh, the chat here. And uh, yeah, as a, as a quick uh, overview of what we talked about today. So ground floor, minimum investment of $10. Those are uh, loans secured against real estate. Fundrise, those are mostly residential REITs, minimum investment $10. Arrived is fractional ownership in rental properties. That's a minimum investment of $100. Diversifund has a $500 minimum investment. Those are long-term growth REITs. Uh, Motive, $1,000 minimum investment, also long-term uh, REITs. Streetwise, $5,000 minimum investment, and those that's commercial office space REITs. And Realty Mogul, they've got a couple different REITs, also a $5,000 minimum investment. And with the exception of ground floor, these are all five plus year investments. Um, ground floor is uh, six months to one year. Uh, Danny, anything else you want to go over today? Um, I don't think so. Did you see my little mess up there? <laughs> <laughs> the low, I love technology when it sneaks up on me. I put the link in for the um, webinar and made a mistake and put it on our faces. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I was, I was looking at our show notes. No, that's it. Um, I just think this is great to diversify, especially how everything is right now. And you talk about that all the time. And this is another great way to expand your portfolio. Yeah. And, you know, as one other quick note here, next Tuesday for our Facebook Live and our podcast, we'll be hosting Dan Grieve, who is a, he's a member of our audience, a normal guy who uh, he happened to reach out to me and let me know that he's using HELOCs against some of his properties to buy a mobile home park. So we thought it would be fun to bring him on and just talk to him about his experience uh, using HELOCs against some of his other properties to finance this mobile home park that he's in the middle of, of buying, uh, you know, in preparation for our webinar next Thursday. So that's awesome. We will see you guys next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern and uh, sign up for the webinar. We will yes. see you guys. Yeah, that, that'll be next Thursday again, uh, Thursday the 27th, 2 p.m. Eastern. Be there or be square, as they used to say in the 50s. <laughs> and uh, uh. <laughs> we, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Did you know we offer a free eight-video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us, and we will catch you on the flip side.